2: Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents. It's the last show for 2018. Uh, We have a lot for you today, but I am Giselle.
0: And I'm Pierre, and welcome to this great show. And of course, I'm so honoured to have uh, an award winner here in the studio with me, Giselle. Well done for your... Excellent work and what is it? On um, a different different, different programme, program. yeah. I save
2: my best work for where you're not. Uh and also you bring me down, you bring the quality of the show down. Asia Pacific Currents would equally be award winning if you weren't on it.
0: That's right, that's right. But heck, Giselle, I'm to rust it onto this chair. I'm yes. sorry. Yes, anyway, a so, lump
2: of rust is an accurate description. It's been quite wet too as
0: well. So there you go. Um, I got very wet well on Thursday, by the way. Anyway, that's probably why we've got electricity problems at our house. Anyway, um, Asia Pacific Currents brought the to listeners listeners you. Don't need just to know. focus, yourself, focus. That's a troll with your grasshoppers. Now, who brings you APC every week?
2: That would be Australia Asia Worker Links. And you can find us on the web or the ws.aawl.org.au. Uh, we're actually revamping our website some in some news that is interesting versus the electricity problems you might be having at home is aawl's tech committee met last night to hopefully get our internet and our uh, social media back up and running although you do a very good job of maintaining our social media but we haven't you uh, regular listeners and followers of aawl will know that we haven't had a mini news since april this year um and we, uh, our intention is to get that back up and running and distributed from February um, next year. So,
0: Fantastic. hopefully, our tech
2: committee resolved the issues last night.
0: Oh, excellent! Great to hear. So, anyway, um, thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for another great show, and that uh, song you were listening was Mia Dyson' Swing "Sweet Struggle," which uh, oh well, good to know that struggle can be sweet. But anyway, on this radio, on this program, which is the last one, as you said, for 2018, before we have our well-deserved summer break, and we'll be back, I think, on the 2nd of February to, uh, 219. We're actually going to do things uh, in a different order. We'll have our interview first and then we'll have a, a quick look at the uh, year in review. Um, Let it
2: never be said that we can't change the way we do things.
0: That's exactly right. That is exactly right. So um, we I've got the pleasure to bring you an interview that um, we did the uh, maybe about 10 days ago with um, uh, someone who's been on the show before, Jong uh, Kong, who is an occupational health and safety uh, activist and um, spokesperson for Sharps in South Korea. They've been battling uh, Samsung Electronics for over 10 years to uh, basically um, not only uh, get uh, justice for workers who are injured, uh, sick or die at their workplaces, but actually to improve the workplaces and to actually organise an independent union there. So, anyway, so they have had in the last couple of months, as we um, gave quick updates they 've had some wins so um here 's uh jong ok uh, telling uh, her story about where they are now and uh, what 's more to do to uh, in the fight against Samsung Electronics in South Korea. We see that there's been an official apology from Samsung, but before we get there. Can you give us the background to how the mediation committee was set up and what was its function?
1: Uh, the mediation committee was set up in the middle of negotiation between shops and Samsung Electronics in two thousand fourteen. After a number, uh, a small number of victims had left shops, so Samsung refused to continue the talk. They asked us to make one single voice. So they actually blamed those victims who cannot make one single voice, and they delayed the real talk. So in the middle of those debates, how to continue to talk. The, there was the suggestion of mediation committee, and then they invited shops to the mediation process, and shops accepted. So it began its process in the January 2015. So basic function of the mediation committee was to... Make a mediation among three different parties. The so shops, these six people who left shops with a little different point of view, and Samsung Electronics.
0: Of course, um, during this time, over the last three years, you actually set up a permanent protest outside the main offices of Samsung.
1: The pressure was not only to Samsung. But also to the mediation committee too. So after six months of operation, the mediation committee announced its recommendation in July 2015, and that has quite good suggestion. So shops welcomed the proposal, but the other two parties opposed that idea. And then Samsung Electronics announced its own unilateral compensation system based on the agreement with this six victims group. So the mediation process was actually undermined by that announcement. So uh, the mediation committee and SHOP kept demanding Samsung Electronics to come back to the process process but that voice was ignored. That's why we had this sit-in protest in front of Samsung headquarter. Very simple demand. It was you promised to have a talk and you suggested to have a mediation process, so you should come back to the mediation process and keep, keep your own promise. So it took 1,023 days for us to get the final result, but Also, uh, because we did the protest, Samsung Electronics could not keep saying that everything is settled because everyone knows that it's not the truth. And also, the mediation committee could not give up because we kept demanding to continue the social talk.
0: So what were the recommendations of the mediation committee last month?
1: Basically it dealt with the two remained agenda, apology and compensation between Shops and Samsung Electronics. So this binding arbitration included two more contents, which were additional preventive measures and social contribution. So simply, it asked, Samsung to make an apology in public setting, recognizing its own insufficient management of the safety of workplaces in the past. And also it show how to compensate based on what types of criteria. And also it asked Samsung to do its effort to make A kind of safety and health standard in semiconductor industry not within its own workplaces but also for the general semiconductor workers. And the last one is it demands Samsung to make big amount of money as a social fund to raise occupational safety and health
0: Given that the Samsung Electronics have now made a public apology and have set amount some money for compensation, do you think what they have done so far is adequate for both Sharps and the victim's families?
1: Yes, partially it's adequate, but on the other hand, there is something that we should mention. So the apology was... Announced by the CEO of Samsung Electronics in the, the open places and it was all in the media. It was very short, but very important contents of that apology is that the company acknowledged there was insufficient protection of workers' safety and health in the past. For the last 11 years, Samsung Electronics never acknowledged that. It kept saying that the safety and health management has been perfect or world best. So, you know, you cannot fix anything without acknowledging the problem. So now we can say that Samsung Electronics learned that their safety and health was not perfect. So it's very important. But also, you know, the apology itself is a word. So most of the victims actually told me that they are really happy to hear that, but also they worried if Samsung Electronics will not do anything. (laughs) So the words is just words. Now, the, the most important thing is what Kind of changes they are going to make. And in terms of the compensation, the money for individual victims is not big. It cannot be said a big money or sufficient money to compensate their pain and suffering. But also, you can have this question how much money can be sufficient for compensating? the life of young workers how much money can you accept in exchange of the life of your your daughter or son or your spouse so the number of the money how big that does not matter rather I want to emphasize the importance of this compensation is in different aspect which means this compensation will cover all the victims who fulfill this minimum criteria from the beginning of Samsung Semiconductor Factory until 2028. So it will cover the victims from the past, present, and the future. So it is actually the compensation for many, many other People And that is the most greatest aspect of these victims, uh, including Mr. Huang and others who have fought for more than 10 years.
0: I think there's very good points that you mentioned there. And of course, the best insurance for good occupational health and safety is independent unions. But Samsung has been viciously anti union for decades. Has there been a commitment by the company to allow independent unions to be formed at Samsung Electronics?
1: So far, Samsung Electronics does not have said anything about a commitment. They keep silence. But I want to emphasize that even the mediation committee brought a separate document named recommendation so it recommended Samsung to announce publicly that it will respect the fundamental labor rights as a human rights so it's not the binding arbitration but just the recommendation so I am not sure if Samsung Electronics will do it but I really hope Samsung to declare publicly that it will never do this union-busting behaviors anymore so that the workers in the factories can be more brave to organize themselves.
0: That's certainly something that uh, we can fully agree and, and we can hope. So as a last question... Where do you go from here? Do you think that your fight is over or you need to continue to keep up the pressure?
1: That's a really good question because lots of people have asked us, oh, so now shops is done. (laughs) So well, my answer is no. Uh, There are many things to do. So first, we need to watch and help the victims in this compensation system which will start uh, very soon but that's just a part of shop's uh, activities one the other very important campaign and struggle that we are making is actually for the right to know so we have very complicated court cases in terms of disclosure of a workplace monitoring report in Samsung Electronics and other related workplaces, it's very critical issue here in Korea because Samsung Electronics promised to do more for protection of workers, but actually we don't have any right to know what is going on in their workplaces. And even the very simple legal document on monitoring of the workplaces in terms of hazardous chemicals has not been disclosed. So we are fighting for that. And also another very, very important thing is actually to make improvement of workers' compensation system so we have a social insurance system named workers compensation for injured or ill workers but it does not have worked very well so that's why these victims cannot have any support by the society for years and years in terms of their treatment and living after Getting cancers and rare diseases, so we want to improve the this legal compensation system to protect more injured and ill workers. And so, I really want to emphasize that this kind of thing should not be repeated in other countries, in uh, what shops, and the victims here concerned the most is to see in the future the similar pain and suffering in the foreign countries where Samsung expanded its manufacturing facilities like Vietnam, China and other uh, Eastern European countries. So I really want many, many listeners of this program can share what happened in Korea so the, the best thing that we expect is not to see this kind of pain anymore, but then workers' struggle and organizing workers in advance of having this occupational disease is the best option, best solution, actually.
0: We would certainly agree with that and um, very um, good words to finish off thank you again for talking to us we've had you on the program over the years uh, for you telling us about this uh, huge campaign and while you know there are still things to do you've achieved great things so thank you very much
1: thank you very much to have me 3CR
2: always bringing you the latest union news
0: they're Don't coming you know after us at the
2: moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. Don't you
1: know so there's tens of thousands of jobs
0: gone, contracted down. out, to sham contracting arrangements.
2: On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Wasting <laughs>
0: It's just uh, 19 past nine o'clock here on 3CR Radio, favorite community radio station. Listen to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Worker Links, And this is our last show for 2018. Giselle, and you've just been listening to a very interesting interview by Jong Kong from Sharps in South Korea. And uh, who knows, maybe she'll come to Australia one day. It'll be great. But um, we'll have more news next uh, next year on all these issues, but the year in review, Giselle, a lot to cover, and you want to start in Palestine with the announcement.
2: Well, right only today. because <clears throat> ScoMo, the idiot, moron, well, right winger, basically. Not that we didn't know that. It's making an announcement. Prime today. Minister
0: of Australia. For oh, anyone sorry. Oh,
2: sorry. To- yeah. <laughs> Prime Minister of Australia. Um, So we know that during the Wentworth by-election, ScoMo, in his appeal to, uh, well, basically the Jewish uh, constituency in Wentworth, um, announced that he was going to move the Australian embassy to what he would now recognise as Israel's um, capital, which would be Jerusalem. So he'd move the embassy to Jerusalem. So firstly, it was a miscalculation because... The Jewish community in Wentworth...
0: Didn't really buy it.
2: Well, well, not only that, but they don't necessarily agree with that manoeuvre politically. Wentworth was seemingly... A, a social justice oriented in mm. more ways than the rest of the Liberal Party's um, base, if you can say that they have a base right now. Anyway, today, so he's giving a speech today and, I, and is announcing that he will in fact recognise West Jerusalem as the capital of um, Israel and he would recognise East Jerusalem as the capital of Palestine
0: that's right so it'll be interesting what uh, what will mean in practice and all that but of course that also brings up the whole issue of a, a two-state solution to the problem but of course there's many other um, things how you define the problem you actually get the solution that you want and there's a lot of people that basically say this two the two-state solution doesn't really ex- exist anymore given the expansion of israel so um It'll be interesting, and unfortunately, I have to say, more people have died overnight or have been killed by the Israeli um, military overnight. So, but
2: in relation to our year in review, and I know yes. we can't just stay in Palestine for the whole show. <clears throat> it does bring up um, the y- y- all of the conflicts that we've seen, but also the—I um, mean, this Jerusalem story started with Trump uh, in his. Uh, aggressive agitation of trying to spark further conflict in the region as a, um, a cover for going in and cover for further um, Islamophobia and imperialism against the Middle East. So, yes, our solidarity with our comrades in prison, and we know... Um, 6,000, I think, are they in prison, in uh, Israeli jails? And uh, one of the most famous of those was Tamimi, what was her first name? I can't remember, Uh, I know, the young young Mm, woman. That's right. Um, uh, Of course, her battle, and she has been released, but uh, is symbolic of um, the kind of absurdity um, and and apartheid regime that Israel um, is operating against the Palestinians, that you can have children as young as 12, 13, 14 in adult prisons in Israel is abhorrent. And not enough is being said about it.
0: Uh, that that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. And and like you said, look, we just sort of have. We could easily talk for ten minutes just on that. Uh, you know, the whole region really is in. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we, you know, I was going to say shambles, but it's really at the result of our defeats. Um, from you know, Syria is in a terrible state. Turkey just this week said they will um, considering sending fifteen thousand troops to. Um, Invade northern Syria again, you know. In uh, in, uh, you sort of externalise your own issues, and war is um, is great to uh, destroy any class struggle in your country, but of course, um you know we've talked a lot about in Iran the the, the workers in Iran that, you know, in the mass media you wouldn't really get to hear about it, but. Um, you know there's a lot of them out there they get jailed they get uh released and there's a whole still works um in Anwas i think i don't I might get might be wrong that they're all on strike they're out in the second month or third month now so it's fantastic and if you go on your youtube what's really um, <coughs> impressive to me Giselle is um the 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 chance they're really really um a progressive chance about the government, against exploitation and against inequality. So it's fantastic to, to see.
2: Well, we've said, or I've said a number of times on the show, our comrades in Iran continue to <clears throat> blow me away by their... Strength and courage. I mean, they know they're going to get beaten, they're going to get put in prison, they're going to get tortured and they still come out time and time again. I mean, courage, bravery, or or an indication of how desperate um, the situation is. Um, but in addition to the dispute you talked about, there's still the Haftape, um, sugar cane workers or sugar mill workers, um, yeah. who are still, <clears throat> still fighting.
0: Yeah, And the bus drivers in mm. Tehran yes. as well. So there's lots of, uh, um, issues there. So we'll keep an eye on that, uh, for next year, certainly. And then of course in India, with the i mean i don't know what, if it's because it's industrializing it's opening up to the internet but we just get more and more news about their obviously you know the start of the world's biggest strikes ever over the last few years um but i'm also blown away how tough and how um um, Determined, a lot of the workers there are you know and we've got a few comrades there who are service, serving life sentences for taking part in demonstrations so um, I think that's another space to to uh, watch out for in some of the big industrial areas uh, in the north in the northwest southeast in the middle and of course Giselle one of your favorites Anga Angawanadi uh, the workers yes.
2: I do I just love them um and these are municipal workers um taking action so we keep reporting on it not because we are going over old victories but actually each as each municipal wins a wins a fight that is something to report on. And these Anganwadi workers are like a million, two million in each municipality. So, I mean, that gives you a, a sense of the size of India. So when you have two million um, women workers taking strike action because the government simply doesn't recognise that worker's work, because it's women's work, no. it's um, caring for children, caring for newly... Um it's work done by women, not women's work. <clears throat> yes, Sorry. <laughs> thank you comrade for correct for schooling me on feminism this is uh we've reached a new high or low, however you want to see it um but this is how that work is viewed and 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 each of these municipalities says that these you know but you enjoy doing this work, and so as this fight is picked up in each of the Municipality, we just see them fall, the, mm-hmm. as in the the um the establishment falls and and they win. It's yeah, yeah. amazing.
0: It's fantastic, and um you can actually see it. we've actually adopted them as our pictures for our radio program. It's a fantastic picture. So go to our um our podcast page on uh, on the radio station, and look. And uh, we've just got a couple of minutes left, Giselle. I'll 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 jump straight over China because it's such a huge issue. I'll go straight to South Korea, which is another area for huge struggle because we won't even have time to really talk about the the disaster that the Philippines is with the war on drugs. But just to oh, let you know…
2: Thailand with the dictatorship and Turkey with the dictatorship. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I think Philippines really in terms of… Sri Lanka mur- with the coup. Sorry, with go murders, on. With murders, it's like at a different stage. A you worse don't stage.
2: think Sri Lanka is… Uh...
0: Not to that stage yet. Yeah, but okay. we can But I was just going to tell you for South Korea just because you're, you're so enthralled by them. The two guys from FinTech on top of the smokestack have been there over 15 months and they're still going strong, Giselle. Aren't you um, in, proud I'd of like them? I'd like to see
2: what colour their lungs are after sitting atop the smokestack.
0: Look the- but,
2: yeah, I mean <clears throat> again, regular listeners to the show will know that I'm not a big fan of individual actions like that, and I don't want to undermine or discredit um, those comrades in South Korea, but I do think um as as well as acknowledging their heroism, it is necessary to critique that as a strategy um. That's the same with hunger strikes, self-immolation. These are um, important critiques that as a labour movement we must have of um, if the question we're genuinely engaging with is how do we win, the question must be how is this a strategy for winning?
0: That's right. And then you'll be even happier to know that um, in the last week there was a, a death at, uh, at a workplace, which is terrible because of an insecure work. And there's actually been mass demonstrations over the, the week about the fact of irregular work. that's becoming a huge issue in, in South Korea. And um, our comrades in South Korea, our sisters and brothers, are, are really, really um, another heroic working class movement. That's all I'll leave it that, And we'll be back again next year to bring you up. to date with how they're going and we're really out of the time for this year Giselle this year
2: the year is over comrades enjoy your please be safe and look after each other over the Christmas New Year period and we will be back on the first Saturday in February
0: and that's all from me Pierre Morrow
2: and me Giselle Hannah
0: and stay tuned to 3CR radio have a great break and we'll be back next year and Palestine remembered coming up
2: you've been listening to a 3CR podcast